This is episode 144, Embodied and Less Opinionated. Welcome, I am your host, Claire Obeyed. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner attunement, and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours, and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul, and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honor our healing, and we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Beautiful humans, welcome, welcome. As always, before we start this podcast, I just want to share with you, I have two very exciting events coming up. It's called The Awakened Womb. I'm going to be hosting it on the Gold Coast on Sunday, March the 19th, and here on the Central Coast, April the 1st. The Gold Coast event is a three-hour event, and Central Coast will be a full-day immersion. All the details will be provided for you in the show notes. This is an incredible journey. We'll be activating and receiving a very powerful womb blessing and healing and doing some really incredible work from the inside out, working with light language, with the Magdalene womb yoga, Magdalene womb rites, and powerful healings using ancient mudras and mantras. And of course, deep rest and soul sister connection time in sacred community and I've not yet had the chance to run an event up on the Gold Coast so this is a first for me and I'm super excited to do that and down here on the central coast will be a full one day immersion so we'll be going even deeper into all that I've just described and so much more this is an energetic frequency centered event So we won't be doing any physical work on the womb, mostly energetic practices and energy healing work. So I hope this resonates. Check out the link in the show notes and get your tickets ASAP. All my love. Hello, beautiful ones, and welcome to this week's podcast episode on Woman Awake. So... It's kind of funny that I'm recording this podcast because I was sitting here considering what I wanted to share with you this week and then I realized something. I don't have as many opinions as I once did. So as you all know, especially those of you that have been on my journey for a long time, I have a lot of air in my chart. I'm a generator. I'm a relatively confident person. I'm a relatively well-educated, well-read person. And I would have described myself for the majority of the last 40-odd years of my life that I would say I'm an opinionated person. I've got opinions about a lot of things. And those opinions often got me into trouble as a child and as a young woman because I would voice them. And I would often voice them in, in ways maybe that other people didn't really appreciate. Not to say that it was ever harsh or rude or unkind, but there's a directness to my opinion. That is that air quality, right? It's very, um, it's very quick and witty and sharp and intelligent and there's a directness to it. 
It's unseen and sometimes it can come out of nowhere. And I've noticed this about myself. I've noticed that I've become less opinionated over the last few years. And it's not that I don't have musings or thoughts or considered ideas or even opinions about what's going on in the world or what I see somebody doing in the world or how somebody is raising their child or how I'm raising my child. Of course, all of that's still percolating. But I guess what I'm really trying to say is I no longer have the urge and the drive to share and give as much airtime to my opinions. And I've noticed this, and it's been curious to me. Is it that I've lost steam and I no longer have the energy and the drive to care enough and offer opinions, or is it something else? And I've seen this translate in the online world to some degree, that there is a little bit of a lack of interest on my behalf in sharing some of my story, all my personal struggles, all my own musings, my learnings or my growth, or all the ways, I guess, that I've fixed myself or all of the things that I'm processing and feeling. Of course, I'm still out there sharing and connecting with you all and sharing my work, but there's been less of a drive to share my opinion or to share the inner workings of my world all the time. And that has been quite curious to me. I've been watching myself from the sidelines, just kind of going, wow, what's happening here? These are all the ways in which I've previously attempted, I guess, to embody authority or to be a teacher or to feel worthy or to feel more in control. And that is to share opinions and to connect and share stories and offer learnings and show my growth and show my processes. All of this external outward focus to perhaps feel more um, relevant and worthy. And it's something I can really identify having done a lot as a child. So the irony, of course, is not lost on me right now that I'm doing this just right now with you is sharing and offering insights and processes and stories, etc. But stay with me as I unpack this. So the first part, the minimal desire to offer opinions on things and what people are doing or what's happening in the world or what's unfolding... I've now come to understand is actually coming from a place of deep acceptance. I now don't feel the need to participate in conversations or to get into arguments about things to prove a point or to show somebody another way or to light the path for somebody in another way. It no longer feels like a driving factor for me. And I think the very core of that is that I, I simply just accept. I simply accept that human to human, we are all different and we all have different thoughts and feelings and opinions and human to human it's not my place to push my opinion or my desire or my way of thinking onto somebody else this sounds like I've been a really pushy person a very bossy person in the past but not quite it's more so just I'm sitting back more leaning back into my chair and listening more and listening between the lines often when somebody shares something with me and my ego response is, oh, I don't agree with that, or that's not right, or that's not what I do. Instead of cutting in or rushing in or waiting till it's my chance to say what I think, I'm mostly just listening and just accepting and asking them more questions about what it is that they're sharing. And it's because I have much more acceptance and compassion 
for, for the other, because the other is I. We are all connected, we are all one. And in all of our differences, this unifies us even more. Because there are infinite ways that we are different. There are infinite ways that we are different. So therefore, in all of those differences, when they all fall away, what we're left is the same. We are the same core essence of spirit. So in this pausing a little bit and slowing down in my opinion, I'm choosing just to hear a little bit more who that person is and to read between the lines. I don't feel to prove myself, to fight any fights, to argue a point. I don't feel anymore to uh, offer up a different way or to teach somebody. Unless, of course, it's asked for. Unless, of course, it's in a coaching or a mentoring session. And unless, of course, it feels really beautiful and graceful and delicious to be in that kind of sharing and receiving, those kind of conversations where it just feels really lovely to be unpacking and dissecting and exploring something with somebody else. Because I do think that having conversations with people where they show you different ways and where you can unpack something coming from it at different angles is a really beautiful part of relationships. But I find what most of us do is not really hear what the other person is offering and sharing because we're too busy rushing in to share our opinion and what we think would fix that or should they do or what we perhaps perceive in that situation or story. So like I said, for me, when I boil this down, it feels very much about sitting in a more embodied state within my own body, connected to my breath, connected to who I truly am, and in deep acceptance of other people. Really letting go of this idea of having to prove my worth through what I know and what I say and what I offer and how I please and how I gift somebody else with a teaching or a learning. And then how this relates to how I show up through my work it's really interesting because I know that I am a, a guide and a space holder and a teacher. And one of the most potent ways that I deliver my own version of wisdom is through storytelling and through sharing. And I guess you could call that with opinions and through my own embodied experiences and learnings. However, what I've noticed over the last few years is sometimes, not all the time, sometimes it feels wobbly to share anything before I've moved through it and embodied the wisdom. And then often, by the time I've reached the place where I'm embodied in whatever it is that I was learning and dissecting, it no longer feels relevant to share. It no longer feels pertinent for me to share because it's integrated and the intensity is dissolved. The other component here is that sometimes it feels condescending and void of humility to place myself above anyone else through the examples of my life, such as this was me and this was where I was and I did this and now I'm an expert, better at this, healed in this way. That can sometimes feel really false because I'm always expanding and always contracting. I'm always growing and always healing and also, also unraveling at the same time. And perhaps this has been something I've noticed receiving, especially in the online space, receiving other people's conden I was going to say condensation, but that's not correct. Other people's condescending energy that feels very void of humility, that is very um, preachy as opposed to embodied teacher. And it also feels 
disrespectful in some way because you are an intelligent, heart-led human. And I'm so grateful that you're here following along in this ride with me. And this feels like a co-creation, you and I together. These podcasts, these events that I hold, these offerings and creations, it feels co-creative. So who am I to perpetuate the idea that you aren't enough or that you don't do enough? I know that you are discerning and you know what you need. Now here's where it gets really challenging, witnessing myself step back from being opinionated and witnessing myself be a little bit more silent in sharing and processing and offering wisdom. This is where it gets blurry for me because I know that I do embody the essence of teacher and space holder and guide. And I know that I am a practitioner. I am a facilitator. And I love all of these sacred archetypes that feel very deeply aligned for me. They feel very ancient and they feel like they're still just fully coming online. I am here to serve in this way and through these archetypes and to be a way shower of sorts. I've accepted that. I love being part of your world and your journey home to wholeness. And I'm forever grateful when you say yes to journey with me, even if it's just plugging me into your ears every now and then. And what I've come to understand now is that I am the vehicle for teachings, for wisdom that needs to be imparted, for light that needs to move through, for the offerings that come through me and want to reach you. I am not the teachings. And I think that's where being opinionated versus being an embodied teacher can kind of get clearly defined here. I'm not the teachings, so I can drop the opinions and I can drop the you should do this and you should do that. I am an embodied teacher holding the frequency of the teachings and the lessons and the guides and the spiritual support. And it's interesting because, and of course not surprising, the most incredible teachers that I've ever had are the most humble that I've ever met. And they often don't tell you what to do. They often don't have an opinion. They often don't push an agenda on you. They present teachings. They present ideas. They present stories. They present ways. They present through their own embodiment knowledge, gnosis. So here it is, right? I am the conduit for the transmission and for the downloads that your soul is ready to receive and is channeling through me. It happens often in one-on-one client sessions. They'll say to me, oh, Claire, I just couldn't have done this without you or I can't believe this is where we got to in this session. And I'll say, it's not me. I am holding the frequency and I am allowing the transmission to move through me. But it's you, you and I co-creating. It's your higher self moving through me, using my voice and my words and my stories and even the, even the way that I choose to say something or the choice of words. We are working together. And if there is an opinion offered, it's usually when I'm not clear in that channel or I've stated clearly I'm just stepping out of this channel for a moment and just allowing Claire, human self, even her ego to offer something here. So I'm not better or worse than anyone. My opinions don't matter more or less than anyone. I'm not higher or lower than anyone. I'm not more or less evolved. What I'm going through is not better or worse. What I'm processing 
doesn't necessarily have more gold than what you're going through. And I think it's really important to highlight all of this because as I get older and more embodied and more centered and more secure in who I am, I see the same in other people. I see them for who they truly are. And I see them for the gift and the glory and the beauty of who they truly are. Which means that it's not my place to push anything on anyone. It's not my place to belittle anybody through my opinions or my you shoulds or try this. It also doesn't feel good anymore to be externally leaking energy, trying to prove myself and my worth and people please other people by constantly offering knowledge outward without actually truly listening. Because some people don't want to receive anything, they just want to be heard. So whilst I will always be an open book, always, and this will move in cycles and seasons, I should say that first and foremost, maybe tomorrow all of a sudden instantly, I will start sharing a lot more. And I will always share honestly. I will never lie and never have. Whilst all of that is true, there has been an inner refinement and an evolution that I'm only starting to now fully understand. And for now is asking me to let the teachings lead the way. Open myself up to be the vessel, to be the conduit, and let the wisdom teachings that I am deep within be the torch that lights the way so that we can all drink from that current together. And those who want to learn it and be with it through and from me will see and feel that that light is present and they'll walk alongside me and we'll walk together. I don't need to push anything on anybody and sometimes I don't even need to say anything because we'll feel it and we'll know it. Opinions don't need to be shared. Stories don't need to be shared. Ideas or offerings of ways forward or... Um, you should do this or try that. None of that needs to happen because if I continue working on my embodiment, the transmission simply happens on the level of frequency. And this is the other pondering, and it's one for you as well. Do we always have to go through extreme suffering and unpack it publicly to be considered a great, wise, authentic teacher? There was once a time where I did believe this, and I think that lent itself to a lot of my sharing and a lot of my opinions or a lot of my participation in conversations that perhaps I wasn't fully ready to participate in. But now that I feel I've evolved a little further as a soul and a human, there is this deepening in humility, there is this embrace around truth and the understanding that I'm here to serve and support and that it really isn't about me. And if there is something in my world and my life that's unfolding that I wish to share, I'll share it at any point in time whether it's in the messy middle or whether it's on the other side of that fully embodied lesson. But I'll share it as an offering, not as an opinion, not as the only way, not as the right way, but simply as an offering. This is what's happening or has happened for me and this is how I feel about it. And if you wish, you can take this, receive it, unpack it, unpick it, look at it, throw it away, whatever you want to do. Because my voice does want to be heard, and so does yours, and my heart feels, and so does yours. And we have sacred soul work to do. We really do. But we're also all here figuring it out at the same time. And we, we, we deserve to be held gently and lovingly and with respect. So we need to do that for other people too. Which means, does it really matter what we have to say or think about something? 
does it really matter or can we simply sit and listen and receive that person? It's time to possibly get out of the way and allow the wisdom to just flow and to be received. It's not our job to temper it, to sell it, to convince anyone or to prey on people's pain points. It's just our job to be arms and heart wide open, to stay here in our embodied state and share from a really authentic and safe and service-centered space. And if the resonance is there, I know that we'll always find our way towards each other. Whoever is the teacher and the student is also the student and the teacher. And we're always working together. And I think that there's something really beautiful about being in silence and allowing the world to happen around you and witnessing it and reflecting upon it without always having to put your stamp and your signature upon everything. It's okay to just be. You don't need to prove yourself. You don't need to prove your worth. Because we will always find each other and we'll always connect as and when we are meant to, as and when our words are meant to land with each other, as and when our teachings are meant to be offered, as and when what you have to say needs to be heard and felt. I hope that that is landing for you and received and perhaps it's something for you to try. What would it feel like if you spent less time offering opinions and ideas and teachings and being in somebody else's experience and story or fighting back on something? What would happen if you just allowed it to be, witnessed it, got curious about it, opened up to it without having to prove anything through that? Thank you so much for listening. It's always such a pleasure and always a surprise when I come on here and do these solo episodes. Always a surprise to see what comes out. So I trust that it is for our collective and that somebody out there is receiving exactly what they need today. All my love and blessings to you. Thank you for listening to Woman Awake. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and ensure that Woman Awake lands in the hearts and ears of those that need it most. If you think of someone that needs this medicine, please do me a favor and share this on. You can find me over at clarabade.com slash podcast. Thank you for being a part of this journey of awakening.